Welcome to the Littles Love Learning Podcast, the place to be if you want to teach your child to read and write correctly and effectively based on the science of reading. My name's Erin, and I'm a former classroom teacher with my master's degree in early childhood education and over 15 years experience. And although I'm no longer in the classroom full-time, I spend my days subbing, tutoring, volunteering, and working with students on their literacy skills. I am passionate about helping parents like you understand how kids learn to read and write in the right way, because yes, there is a right way. Each week we'll tackle the most important topics in early literacy, including the best way to teach letters and sounds, the difference between sight words and high frequency words, and why spelling and handwriting should not be skipped. Are you ready to help your child become a strong reader? Then let's dive into today's episode. I am sharing with you five tips for how to add more literacy to your day. So we all know how important literacy development is for our preschool, pre-K, and kindergarten kiddos. We want them to be prepared to learn to read. We want them to have a strong foundation in reading. But we also know that we are super busy. Our classrooms are super busy. And as parents, we are so busy at home. So how can we fit in more literacy development when we don't have any more time. <laughs> I'm gonna share with you five tips that will hopefully be super easy and seamless to insert into your family's routine or your routine in the classroom to add more literacy to your day. Here we go. My first tip for you is all about audiobooks. Audiobooks are so amazing to get more literacy development into our day. So if you're a parent, you could play an audiobook while you're in the car or a podcast, that works too. Or maybe you can play it while your little one is eating breakfast. If you're a teacher, you can play audiobooks in your classroom, maybe while your kids are having snack or during a quiet time when you want them to calm down and relax. Anytime you can incorporate an audiobook or a podcast, that's really amazing for our little one's listening comprehension and for their oral language development, which is going to transfer to their reading comprehension later on when they can read independently. My second tip for you is to focus on phonological and phonemic awareness all throughout your day. If you don't know what phonological and phonemic awareness are, I'm gonna link some videos down below. I have done lots of videos about this topic, but real quickly, phonological awareness is being able to hear and manipulate the sounds in spoken English, and that includes being able to hear different words, being able to hear the syllables within words, being able to hear rhyming words, and then it also includes the phonemes, phonemic awareness. Phonemic awareness is being able to hear and manipulate the individual sounds in spoken words. So like I said, I will link those videos down below, but what I love about phonological and phonemic awareness is that you need zero supplies and you really don't need to prep in order to have this throughout your day. If you're a parent and you're driving your little one to school, you can be asking them questions about rhyming words or how many syllables are in a word, or you can give them the sounds in a word and have them blend them together to say the word. If you're a teacher, you can do all those same things while your kids are lining up for snack or for recess. You can incorporate it throughout your day. So if you're not comfortable with the terms phonological and phonemic awareness, please check out those other videos. Make sure that you understand these terms and how to practice them with your kids because phonological and phonemic awareness are one of the most important skills that we can have our little ones develop before they head to kindergarten and all throughout kindergarten in order to become strong readers. My third tip for you is to visit your library as often as possible. 
So if you can visit the library once a week, that is amazing. If you can only make it once a month, that's great too. But visiting the library really adds in more literacy for your little one's development. They can choose a variety of different books so they can learn about different topics, different characters, different lessons. You want them to know about fiction and nonfiction. The library is a great place for them to be surrounded with those books so they can see how important reading is. If you're a teacher, you can bring in books from the library to refresh your classroom library or bring in books about the theme or topic that you're learning about in class so that your students can really get immersed in that topic and be exposed to so much literacy development. So the library, I think, is an underutilized resource for parents and teachers. Definitely take advantage. See if your local library offers story times or free classes, what they have to help your little one with their literacy development. I'm sure they have a ton, and it's really, really great to take advantage of that. My fourth tip for you today is to start some sort of a pen pal letter situation with your little one and maybe a family member like a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a friend down the street. You want your little one not only to be listening to good books and looking through their own good books, you want them to realize that they can write their own books, words, stories, draw pictures. You want them to be the creator as well, not just the consumer of all of the books and audiobooks and everything that other people have written. You can really inspire them to create their own. So if you can get some sort of pen pal situation going on where they can draw a picture and maybe write a word or two, or they can dictate to you and you can write it down, and then you can mail it or deliver it to someone else and they send something back, that is such a cool way for them to really fall in love with literacy because they see that there's a purpose, that when they draw that picture and they write those words, that someone else can read it and see it in a totally different location. They're not even in their house. Maybe they're in a different state or a different country, but they can see those words and that picture and then they can write back to your little one. Being a pen pal is such a cool experience, even as an adult, but it's so great for our little ones to see that there is a purpose and a meaning behind text. And going along with the pen pal idea, another way that you can incorporate more writing into your little one's day is to ask them to help you when you're making lists. So let's say you're making the grocery list. Have your little one sit with you and maybe they can try to write some of the words or watch you as you write the words so that you can show them you're writing the word banana because you want to buy bananas at the store. So they're seeing there's a purpose for that. Or maybe you're making a list of what you want to do, like your to-do list for the weekend, that you want to do laundry or dishes, and you can write it and have your little one either watch you or maybe they can try to write it themselves so that they can see that that print is carrying meaning. That's another way to get more literacy into their day. And my fifth tip for you about adding more literacy into your day is to think beyond the nighttime read aloud before bed. I love reading to my kids before bed. It is one of our favorite parts of day, but I'm also very tired before bed and I don't always have the attention to read the longest books to them. So try to find times, other times during the day that you can read to your little ones if you're at home. Maybe you like to read to them while they're eating breakfast or lunch because then they're kind of confined to their high chair or at the table. And I really love to do that with my kids because then it gives them something to listen to while they're eating and then I can really enjoy that time since I'm not so tired before bed. Or maybe you can read to your little one while someone else is driving and you're in the car sitting next to them or while they're in the bath. All of those are great times to read out loud 
when you're at home with your little one. But in the classroom, you can find other times to read aloud besides just your literacy block too. Maybe you can read aloud during snack time or maybe during recess. Some of the students want to listen to a read aloud. Some read alouds are really active, like Eric Carl's from head to toe, where they're actually moving their bodies. And so you can incorporate it during different times of day. I just want you to think beyond right before bedtime or right before nap time, if your little one is still napping, because there are so many times during the day that we can read aloud to our little one. So let's take advantage of those as well. So I hope those ideas were helpful. If you're watching this video, I'm sure you already read aloud to your little one every day, which is so, so crucial. So keep that up. But maybe you can sprinkle some of these other ideas into your day as well to kind of up that literacy intake that they're getting. More exposure to books, audiobooks, more exposure to writing and the purpose of writing. And all of that is going to come together to give them a strong foundation for reading. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. For more information on helping your child learn to read, head over to my website, littleslovelearning.com. While you're there, don't forget to join my email list so you stay up to date with all things early literacy. You can also find me over on Instagram at littleslovelearningblog. Happy learning!